Hey guys, what's up? How are you guys doing? Um, it is Titi here, and as always, I am excited to be here. Um, I hope you guys had a great weekend, and um, your week is going well. Uh, for me, I had a pretty much fun weekend. I um, I got the chance to like spend some time with my family, so. So yeah, it was really, really good. And for my week, it's been going pretty well, honestly. It's going well and it's been productive as well. Um, but yeah, I really wanna talk about this interesting topic. I say interesting because um, a lot of people wish that, you know, they could actually do this thing but it's really hard it's it's so hard and what i will be talking about is um detachment so but first like what is the concept like what is what is detachment so um you know it, it, for okay detaching you know we have like different types like emotional you know material detachment you know like um interpersonal relationship as well so it is it just depends it depends on which context you want to put in but it can be applied in like various contexts and you know this includes you know psychological emotional philosophical perspective as well but in a general term it refers to the ability to separate oneself from emotional or material attachment achieving a state of impartiality or non-attachment um so i'm just gonna go deep into like you know talking about the various detachment as well um there is emotional detachment and this is like you know it involves um you know like maintaining a certain level of distance from your emotion and like allowing for a more objective and rational perspective you know it's it's so i think you know a lot of people mistake detachment with like suppressing your emotion but but detachment it, it doesn't mean you're suppressing your emotion but rather it's like you know you're not letting letting your emotions to control you or like overwhelm your thoughts and actions as well um, you know, it is it is seen as a as a healthy coping mechanism, and especially in situations where intense emotions may hinder clear decision making. And for me, it's like, <laughs> it's so crazy. Like, you, you know, my level of detachment now is crazy. And then I look way back, and I looked at how you know I struggled so much until I got to where like I'm at right now. And honestly, I think for me it had to do more with like seeing situations for what they are for what they are. Or also like knowing that, oh, I have no control over this situation. So what happens is I let my thoughts in to take the lead and not my emotions. Um I tend to like, you know, detach myself. Most especially when you're dealing with other people, 
you know, and this this is more of like emotional detachment, of course, when you're dealing with other people, you know, and you just need to understand that when you're dealing with somebody else, you have no control over like how they're gonna act, like the things they're gonna do. You have no control over it. So I'm so I don't know how to really say this. It's like yes, of course, like you know, I love this person. I'm gonna be a hundred percent with them. Like you know, I would be vulnerable with them and all of that. But I still have something at the back of my mind, like, you know, I'm gonna see everything for what it is. I'm gonna enjoy the I'm gonna enjoy every moment. So, you know, but also I I, I kind of like, you know, I have something at the back of my mind telling me that anything can change at any time. And you know, I just have to like prepare myself so that when this change happens yes of course it will affect me but it will not be as much as you know if i if i'm not like prepared for it or like seeing situations for what they are and another one is interpersonal interpersonal relationship um this is more like setting healthy boundaries and allowing like other people as well to maintain their, you know, their individuality and not become like, you know, all into each other's life, you know, be yourself, let them be, you know, themselves as well. Um, I don't know if you understand, but it's more, it's more like, it's more like you're not controlling somebody else and not allowing somebody to control you. It's more like setting boundaries and knowing that these are my boundaries, you know, these are you know the limits these are the things that you cannot do to me and i also respect your own boundaries and you know be yourself and i'm not i'm not expecting you to be a certain way and i think right from time when i'm dealing with people like from the beginning and i see that okay this is not something that sits well with me i just don't go deep into it thinking i want to change somebody it's not my job to change anybody. You know, I just feel like people are going to, you know, change whenever they want to change. You're going to do whatever they want to do. But I'm not going to make it my responsibility to change anybody. So if what somebody's doing doesn't align with me, I just don't even go deep into it. It's not to, not to talk of, of, like, trying to change them. So, no. Because also, like, I'm not looking for somebody to change me. I'm a human being. I know left and I know right. And I know like what I want to change and I know when I want to change. And anyway, another thing is material detachment. This one, oh my goodness, people, it's a lot of people out there that are tied to material things. Don't get me wrong. I love me some nice designer. I love me some nice things. But there are people who, without material things, they cannot, like, really be happy. And I find that really funny. I find it really, really, really funny. Because I feel like, for example, if they don't have the resources that they need to get those things, so how are they going to function? Like, how are you 
And that's, and I think that's one of the reasons why some people do like bad things, like steal from, you know, their friends, steal from other people, because they just want to live that life that, you know, they cannot afford. But anyway, material detachment is, is more of like letting go of um, attachment to material possessions. You know, the idea is to recognize that possessions do not define our identity or happiness. You know, adopting a minimalist lifestyle is one way to practice material detachment. Um, honestly, <laughs> as I said, like, don't get me wrong. I like me some, you know, nice things, but I just think, you know, it's good to focus on the you know, essential and, uh, and, and um, reducing the importance placed on material wealth. I just, I think, that's personally though, I'm speaking for myself. Um, another one would be, you want to look at the spiritual and philosophical perspective. And, okay, let's, let's look at this. Detachment is a key concept in various spiritual and philosophical traditions. Um, I was reading about like Eastern philosophies like, you know, Buddhism and, you know, detachment is often associated with freedom from desire and the, <clears throat> and the concession of suffering. And it's more about like letting go of attachment to worldly things and achieving a state of inner peace. You know, so it's to me, it's still more of more of like material things, but it's beyond that when it comes to the spiritual. It's more like, you know, maybe like being addicted to like you know, drugs or being addicted to like sex or being addicted to like, so like, you know, all these bad things. So when you want to look at it on, um, like on a spiritual level, it's more like detaching from all these things. Um, and also, as I said, material things, because I feel like when you want to look at being, you know, addicted to like material things, it's beyond that because now you want some people, some, I'm not saying all, some people will steal from their friends. So that's that's literally them still doing all these things. So finding a way to detach from these things is like, it's, it's really good. Like really, it will be good for you. Like it will really be good for you. I honestly... I've always said that I don't want to ever be in a situation where without anything, I cannot function. Like, without anything, I cannot function. I don't ever want to be in that situation. I don't want to ever be in, in, a, you know, in that situation where, oh, if I don't see this thing, if I don't have this thing, I would not be able to function. I would not be able to live my life. I would not be able to be happy i don't want to ever be you know in that position i don't want to ever be so help me god um let's look into like our work life another will be professional detachment 
as somebody who has worked in the healthcare uh, department before, I can tell like, you know, some people, like some nurses, they, you know, tend to like, you know, they they have this level of emotional connection. They they find it difficult to like separate that and, and work as well. Um, you know, in this kind of setting, you want to like maintain a level of emotional distance in decision making. Um, you know, it's as I said, in healthcare, like I've worked there. I don't know about like some other settings, but like I've worked in an healthcare setting. Um, and, you know, this is like where professionals need to make difficult decisions without being overly influenced by personal emotion. So it's, it's really important to know how to like separate your personal emotions from like having to make the best decision for, you know, your patients and all of that. Um, practicing mindfulness and meditation, it, it helps. That's, I think, I think, as I said, I struggled. Like I really, really struggled. Like really, really, really struggled. And I think one of the things that really helped me is like mindfulness, meditation, um, you know, exercising, all of these things, they tend to like engage my mind and they also make my mind sharp enough. Because when I find myself in some sense situation, I tend to like be like, okay, no, I, I need to allow my mind to take, just to take the lead at this point. So what I do always is to make sure that at least 95% of the time, I'm in the right state of mind. Like my mind is sharp, my mind is good. And as I said, practicing mindfulness and meditation, um, you know, encourage the detachment. And, um, you know, it just helps, it, it encourages, they encourage detachment from the constant stream of thoughts and emotions, you know. By observing thoughts without judgment and letting them pass, we can cultivate a sense of detachment from the ups and downs of our daily life. And I'm not just saying this for saying sake, it's because like it has worked for me. Now, it might not work for everybody, but I also want to believe that it's not just going to work for me. There are other people that this will work for as well. Um, one thing, this one is the most challenging one that I think is really, really a problem. And that's self-identity. It's like detaching from your own identity. Detachment from one's self-identity can involve like questioning and challenging preconceived notions about who you know who we are or who someone is you know um you know this this allows like for personal growth and the possibility of like evolving beyond beyond societal or self-imposed limitation a lot of people are struggling with like accepting 
who they are or they don't even know who they are it's it's a lot it's a lot of people um at least i don't really know a lot of people like in person that i see but i can say like on the internet i've seen i just scroll i read things and i'm like what is going on like a lot of people are struggling they are struggling to like you know accept who they are accept their identity and also um i think some for some people is more about like the society um society as um as said that if you are like this you are a nobody or if you're this thing you're a nobody if you're this person if you're doing this thing you're so when 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 people are seeing that like people who don't have strong minds who don't have their own minds who are still struggling with you know being confident and all of that it's like it's very easy for those people to like be like okay no uh no 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 this is not who, who i am even even though there's nothing wrong with that but because society has said they something is wrong with who they are so they feel like they be like no this is not who, and that's who they are and there's even nothing wrong with who you are you are just letting society control you control your mind like you don't want to like be in denial of yourself you don't want to detach you don't want to like not be you don't want yeah you don't just want to be in denial I, there's i think that's just the word i don't know what to i don't know what word to use but you are who you are and don't let anybody tell you otherwise and yeah so um for me detachment is a is a positive thing and but the thing is while it can be a positive and constructive approach you know it's important to like strike a balance um you know complete detachment from emotions or relationship may lead to like isolation or you know lack of empathy i think for me once i see that no i i mean i isolate myself sometimes when i just need to unwind and just you know be away from the world but you know i cannot stay be in isolation forever so once i start to see that i tend to like bring myself back you know but one thing i don't lack is empathy because and i think one of the reasons why i isolate myself is because i have too much empathy and it's like i take people's energy people's problem i take that really personal so it's like when i'm tired from that i just you know take a step back to online recharge myself and so i can continue um but anyway the key is to find a healthy balance that you know allows for independence resilience and a clear perspective without sacrificing meaningful connection or personal growth we do not want to like you know mess meaningful things up because you know we're trying to detach of course it's okay to detach but as i said it's really important to like strike a balance that way 
while you are chilling, unwinding, detaching from reality or the society, you will be able to like still bring yourself out at you know at the right time and not just like be in there and because time will not wait for you these people this meaning, meaningful people in your life some people might might be might wait for you and hang around but some people are gonna feel like they're not wanted they're not appreciated or anything and they're just gonna leave and of course i'm not gonna say um people like of course people leave and i'm not gonna say that oh you should you know you should be mad at yourself for like letting people walk out of your life but then again we want to as i said strike a balance and not just lose the meaningful things we have in our life and you know anything that would hinder you know our good connections or uh, or even our personal growth as i said time waits for no one that 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 um opportunity will not wait if you keep you know um if you stay keep being in isolation and all of that they're not gonna wait for you so we don't want to do that but anyway um that's all this is you know all i'll be saying about detachment um i hope that you find this episode helpful and also i hope that as i said as i always say you continue to stay sane um but yeah i'm gonna shut up now and get myself out of here <laughs> uh, but anyway until the next episode take care and bye bye now